0: This is episode 123 of the Church Venture Northwest podcast. We're finishing up Winter Youth 2006. This is session seven. This morning, we're just going to take a little time here uh, before we get into communion. Uh, Luke and Kenna just said, hey, Craig, could you, you just share kind of maybe one final thought with, with the group? And as, a, as I was thinking about that last night, uh, I guess the thing that I, I'd want to leave you with is the fact that there's nothing that you could do that would make Jesus love you any less. And as you've learned this week about the gospel, the message of the gospel is pretty simple. God sent his son, lived a perfect life, yet was killed, put on a cross, and three days later rose from the dead, came back to to life, and now he's in heaven preparing a place for us, and he's offered this free gift of not only heaven, but of a, of a better life while we're here on earth. And, and the message is no matter what we've done, no matter what we continue to do, no matter what's in our past, no matter any of that, that, that God loves us in spite of all of that, and there's nothing, no way we could earn it. Just the simple fact that all we have to do is accept this free gift and try and live our lives. Trying to get to know this God a little bit better. I love the story. I'm going to read it for you out of Luke of Zacchaeus. Uh, just maybe because it was cool when you were a kid and they had the flannel board. Uh, and you, Zacchaeus was a wee little man. It was like it had all the elements. It had a flannel board. It had a song. You know, it was like, yeah, we need to do more of that. You know, just songs and flannel boards. And I mean, the painting's awesome, but flannel board next year, Ken. And... Uh, So, Zacchaeus, and I liked it too because when I was in eighth grade, I was only four foot six. So, I liked another story about somebody else that was short. And Zacchaeus was short. But there's more to this story than just a short guy. It says um, in Luke 19, Jesus entered and walked into uh, Jericho. There was a man there. His name was Zacchaeus, the head tax man and quite rich. He wanted desperately to see Jesus, but the crowd was in his way. He was a short man and couldn't see over the crowd. So he ran on ahead and climbed up a sycamore tree so he could see Jesus when he came by. When Jesus got to the tree, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, hurry down. Today is my day to be a guest in your home. Zacchaeus scrambled out of the tree, hardly believing his good luck, delighted to take Jesus home with him. Everyone who saw the incident was indignant and grumped. What business does he have getting cozy with this crook? Zacchaeus just stood there a little stunned. He stammered apologetically, Master, I give away half my income to the poor, and if I'm caught cheating, I pay four times the damages. Jesus says, Today is salvation day in this home. Here he is, Zacchaeus, son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to find and restore the lost. The interesting thing about Zacchaeus is he wasn't just a short guy. He was a short, rich guy that had taken all these other people that have a a plain view of Jesus. Zacchaeus is in the tree, but Zacchaeus is is quite rich because of his job. He's taken a lot of their money. He's not the most honest guy. He feels bad as soon as he encounters Jesus because he's saying, hey, I'll I'll give back some of this money. I'll, I'll do this. And Jesus is saying, hey, I'm coming over to your house. And can you imagine all these other people are going, we've been in line, like, we're closer. Like, this guy's in the tree, this guy's a crook. And, 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 and I mean, Zacchaeus is going, I, I just want to take a peek at, at who this guy is. And Jesus, I just love the fact that, I mean, it's Jesus. And he invites himself over, and everyone else is going, but, but what about us? I mean, you can't have dinner with that guy. You can't go to that guy's home. Look what he's done to us. And Zacchaeus, all he wanted was just a peek. All he wanted was just a little a peek and had to climb up in a tree to see Jesus, and yet Jesus gave him so much more. I'll never forget when I was in 10th grade, I was this huge Michael Jordan fan, even though you know I was still short and I couldn't play basketball, but I, I loved watching the Bulls, and it was just, uh, he did this thing up in Lake Tahoe, I grew up in Sacramento, and in Tahoe every year, Michael Jordan, he, he thought in the summer he could play baseball and golf, and he was never good at either of those things, and so, but all these people would go, and we went, and my dad took me in 10th grade to, to the golf tournament, it was like the celebrity golf tournament in, in Lake Tahoe, I was so stoked, and and uh, all these other people are there, and uh, and and then we watched Michael Jordan play 18 rounds of golf, and it was amazing, like, he didn't do very good, but we stood there, and you had to be real quiet, and you watched this guy, and, and then afterwards, they said he's going to have a little press conference conference my dad he's like almost gonna have a heart attack after walking 18 all holes of golf with us and he's like I'll be in the car and I go dad you think I could like meet Michael Jordan no that's no it's not gonna happen and uh, well I'm gonna try And I remember, I just was like, so my dad goes, takes a nap in the car. The press conference was like a mile and a half away, and I just thought they took Michael Jordan one of those like golf carts, because that's what you do on a golf course, but I ran. And I just kind of followed behind it along with like 300 other people, just to try and get like a a glimpse of this like press conference with Michael Jordan. We got up there, and and there's all these people around. I didn't climb up in a tree or anything like that, but I remember as... Jordan was talking about golf and uh, the bulls and all this other stuff that was going on. Afterwards, he came over to the crowd, and he signed a few autographs. And, and I was, like, back in the crowd, and I kind of forced my way up, and I just held my program that had, like, you know, his picture on the cover, and I held it up in the air, and, and out of, like, nowhere, he, like, grabs it. And, and I didn't have a marker, and so I, like, had to borrow one. You know, I'm fumbling for a marker, and, and he signs my, my, my program. I run back to my dad. My dad's asleep. I'm like, Dad, look what I got. And he's like, did you talk to him? No. I mean, (laughs) I made that up to my friends. Like, yeah, we talked and uh, (laughs) told him his swing he needs to work on. But it didn't matter if I talked to him. I, I just, I got this autograph and I took it home. I'm 31 years old. That was in 10th grade. I still have it. We just moved. I told you about Well, here's the interesting thing. That was like a big day for me. You know, it was like my hero, a guy that like, and and it was just a piece of paper, uh, you know, a a program. So we move and we're unpacking all the boxes. And my wife, I see her like throwing out this box in the trash with all this stuff. And it's my Michael Jordan autograph. I told her it's worth like a million dollars. And she goes, really? We should sell it. I I said, it's not really worth a million dollars. She even said it looks fake. And we had a little fight about that one. No, it's not fake. And I said to her then, I said, what do you mean? Oh, I thought it was just a magazine. No, did you notice what's on the magazine? So she'll never do that again, because I framed it now, and I... I I didn't put it up in our bedroom because guys, you can't like do that, you know, when you're married now and you can't like have a Michael Jordan autograph like magazine. So I put it in this other room that we never go into. Um, and it's in there just as a reminder. And then as punishment, I made her watch all those championship bulls videos. Um, yes, just to, to know what she was doing. Um, and she's apologized, but, um, It's still, I I have like great joy in just that, wow, that that was that like one day back in 10th grade. And and think about back to Zacchaeus. I mean, the guy in the story of, I mean, I I ran after Michael Jordan for a mile and a half to get a a little scribble on a piece of paper that my wife's going to throw away. Zacchaeus, he climbs up a tree to see Jesus. And Jesus says, hey, let's do dinner at your house. sure it changed his life and my encouragement and challenge to you as you leave forth is to keep pursuing after jesus whether it's running faster after him and the things that he has for you or it's just clearing out all that other junk that's out of the way and maybe it's some of the people that you kind of need to clear through to get a better glimpse of jesus it doesn't matter what you've done, it doesn't matter what's in your past, look at Zacchaeus, and Jesus is inviting himself over to your place. I'm not going to just give you a little scribble on a piece of paper, he's going to give you a better life. And hopefully this week, as you've, as you've seen, as you've heard, as you listen to worship, and, and heard a lot of great seminars, you've heard more about the, this, the gospel, that it's, it's so true that Jesus, he has something for you, and, and he wants you to take that first step climbing up that tree just to take a look just to get to know him and he'll reach out his hand and he will say come on uh, let's, let's journey together I pray that for a lot of you this is just the beginning this is just the, the start of su- such great things that are going to happen in your life because of this relationship with God and the places that he'll take you and, and I would just say at your age just to keep at it to keep chasing after him and not of these other things of the world that it says will fade away. But if you do the will of God, you'll live forever. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I, God, I, I just think about that story. I'm just trying to put myself in, that, in the shoes of, of Zacchaeus and, and what it must have been like, the, the privilege, the honor to, to take you home I'm sure he's going in his head what am I going to make for dinner what do I serve Jesus what do I? What do I? What What do we talk about what do I tell him that he doesn't already know God how, how great it is that just like Zacchaeus you want to get to know each and every one of us on such a personal level you have time for us you'll find us out in the crowd even when we're not in, up in a tree God even when we're hiding you're constantly pursuing us. So God, I pray as we leave, as we go forward, and, and our, as we go back to school, as we go back to our, our families, God, that we don't forget the, the message of the gospel that we've heard this, this week. That yes, God, we're all sinners, that we all fall short. And, but God, that you've come to give us something better because you'll free us from all that. God, it doesn't matter what what we what we've done and the things that we've brought into our lives. But God, that you love us, and God, that you, I just pray that you'll find each and every one of us, like you found Zacchaeus in that crowd. You'll find each and every one of us. And God, I, I pray it's our desire to just run after you, keep searching after you. I pray this in your name. Amen.